0: WPBQ, 1240 AM, Blowwood W232-DDFM, 94.3 Jackson. Making your day brighter. We are WPBQ. WPBQ. I started out Good morning to you beautiful people. in the radio land. This morning is true love A blessing to be back here in the studio this morning with another segment from Living from the Word, and it's just awesome to be able to be a representative of God, a worker of the Most High God, doing his bidding in Jesus' name, and it's just so much to be grateful and thankful for this morning. In spite of everything that's going on, we serve an awesome and mighty God, and we should have a praise in us. The Bible said that everything that has breath, praise ye the Lord. And that should be our mindset, that we always have a thanksgiving and a praise coming up out of us instead of murmuring and complaining. And again, I just say it's a wonderful day in the name of Jesus. You know, glory be to God. God allowed us to come into another day. He didn't have to, but by him being rich in mercy and full of grace and truth, we are here this morning. So the reason we are here, we need to ask God, God, what is my function and my purpose that you allowed me to stay here? Because as others left and wanted to see this day, they are not here, but you allowed me to be here. So we want to thank and praise God for that this morning in Jesus' name. Uh, I thank God that He gave us the opportunity and the platform to bring another segment from Living from the Word. I want to encourage you to be with us uh, on uh, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 8.45 for Sunday School on the Air. And it's just truly a blessing in Jesus' name to be able to speak forth God's word in Jesus' name at a time such as this. So let us pray in Jesus' name. Glory be to God. Father God, we bless you, love you, thank you, glorify you, honor you for your greatness, your goodness, your loving kindness, and tender mercy being over all of your handiwork. And we are your handiwork created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Just thank you, Father, for loving us in spite of our rebellion and disobedience in Jesus name but yet you see a commend your love toward us even while we are wayward while we are away from you not doing everything you say do but we just thank you for being long suffering patient with us for bearing us in Jesus name for you see it is not your will for any to perish but all come into repentance and be saved so i thank you father that i myself am a recipient of your forbearance and your long suffering, your patience, your love, grace, and mercy in Jesus' name. So I give you a salute and I bow to you, Father, in Jesus' name for seeing me where I was and where you knew I could come if you just dug around me a little while longer. And all of those that can hear my voice this morning, the only reason we are still here because God is still digging, not wanting any to perish. But we just praise you right now. I pray by the power of the Holy Ghost that you would continue to use my tongue to be a pen, that you choose to use to write it upon the heart of your peoples. And if any that are not your people that may hear me speak this day, as you speak through me, that they will cry after you and want to become your people. Because you said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, the same shall be saved. Whoever, and if you that whoever, no matter what you did, no matter where you been, God said, If you would cry after him, He will hear you and answer you in Jesus' name. So we bless you and thank you for the word that you are bringing for another word in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen, This morning, I'd like to share with you in Jesus' name something that God had prospered in my spirit in Jesus' name, and that is, in Jesus' name, a word from him. So many times, we don't understand what god is saying to us because so many times uh we we be so consumed in ourselves and everybody uh, professing to be christians but then there's some things that we have not done in our lives yet there's some residue of old stuff we were raised on in jesus name and right now you can see a lot of it coming out right now you know if you squeeze an orange and you get pickle juice then you need to check that orange because something's not right with the orange in Jesus name glory be to God and a lot of us are being swears right now that the squeeze is on us and God is allowing us to see really what's in us in Jesus name glory be to God because for many years a lot of time people can be raised in a, a way that they don't even realize how it affects your mindset all down through your life in jesus name and many times we get to a place that we think that we headed to heaven but hell will become our home in jesus name i love it with jesus said not everyone that says lord lord shall enter the kingdom of heaven but only those that do the will of my father which are in heaven he said in Matthew 7 21, in that day men don't say, Lord, did I do not good work? Did I not prophesy in your name? Did I not cast out demons in your name? Did I not sing in the choir in your name? Did I not usher in your name? When I on the deacon board in your name, when I wasn't on the mother board in your name, did I not drive the church van in your name? Did I not sweep the church up in your name? Did I not preach from the poor pit in your name? But he said he'll tell them depart from me. You workers of iniquity, because I knew you not. It's not about how you serve, in the sense if it's in disobedience. If it's not in line with what God says, then your servant is in vain. Oh, glory be to God. That's reading James says the same thing being a hearer and not a doer of the word, then you can be in vain. But I want us to look at something with me this morning. Because as I was fellowshipping with the Lord, God began to show me something that was so profound. It is not like I didn't know it, but he just reiterated it to me and told me to ask this question to everybody that can view me live or those that can hear me through the radio. Is there any residue left in you? You say, what you mean? The residue of your old, the way you were raised, the foundation you were raised on. See, you can be raised in an evil foundation, don't realize how bad it is. And even here it is, you can be 60, eight and 90 years old, and you can still see and sense some of that stuff that you were raised on is still lurking in deep down in you that you have not it had not been delivered. You had not been delivered from it in Jesus' name. Depending on how you were raised and the things that, were ingrained or in integrated within you, your soulless realm, which includes your mind, your will, and your emotion, you can be consciously or unconsciously harboring it a fugitive, a mindset of racism and prejudice. You know, this is a big topic, of something that should have been dealt with 100 years ago, 200 years ago, but there was nobody big enough mature enough to stand up and say, we got an issue. Mississippi, we got an issue. Alabama, we got an uh, issue. The South, we has an issue that needs to be dealt with, and it doesn't need to be swept under the rug and say we'll look at it later. But God is saying something to us this morning. I pray that somebody would get this. Go with me to Second Corinthians the fifth chapter, and look at verse 17. It's a familiar passage of scriptures that you hear people quote all the time, but quoting it and not living it is nothing. You deceive yourself as James saying, deceiving yourself being a hearer only, but you're not a doer. So you deceive yourself. But somebody needs to catch this. You need to pass this to somebody. Because you know. That's our problem. We can see something ain't right, but we we overlook it and say it ain't my business. That's just like going down the street and seeing somebody mistreating a baby. That's something I hate worse than anything. To get into a marketplace and hear a parent, here she a twenty five, thirty five, forty, cussing out a little one year old, two year old. But I, I I say something. And I Just yesterday, I got into somebody's business, and I was just telling the lady was snatching the little girl. The little girl ain't no more than two, maybe two and a half, and she want to snatch it because she can't keep up with her big, long leg. And I was just saying to her, I said, ma'am, don't snatch the baby. She's only a child. See, sometimes when you see injustice, because that's injustice. The or put an expectation on somebody that they are not capable of or had a capacity to do. So in the name of Jesus, and I said something, and she looked strange at me, but it's okay. I can handle me. But what I'm just saying, I just wanted to let her know, don't mistreat that child just because she's a baby. But in the name of Jesus, God said something in Second Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creation, a new creature. The old things are passed away. And behold, look, all things have or are become new. That's something about us in Jesus' name. And that's the reason God brought me to this place this morning. Is there any residue left in you? When you got born again, you can't still be propagating and doing the same thing that you did before you got born again. What I'm saying is a process that God has to take us through. But the problem here, so many of us don't want to be processed and we had not really made a distinction, do I want to come out or do I want to stay in? Oh, glory be to God. That means a lot in Jesus' name. And with the new birth comes the responsibility of us renewing our minds. See, we have a responsibility once we've gotten born again. We have to realign our minds with the things of our new nature. But we want to be able to claim that I'm born again, but yet still have the same old stanky mind that we used to have in Jesus' name thinking the same way, behaving the same way, hanging out with the same kind of people. But the Bible said, therefore, if any man or woman be in Christ, they become a new creation. The old thing should pass away, and behold, things ought to become new in Jesus' name. No, it ain't automatically overnight, but there should be a process And if you've been in the body of Christ 10, 15, 20, 30 years, there ought to be some stuff that you just don't tolerate no more. There should be some things you just don't do no more. There should be some conversation you just don't let go over your head no more. In the name of Jesus, there's a place that it come when you become that new creation in Christ. Even I love it with the Bible speaks in the book of Ephesians 4. say we shouldn't even speak of the things that the wicked people speak. Do in Jesus' name, so in the name of Jesus, a lot of time we don't recognize our race in a in a biased or racist family. Uh, I I know my great-granddad and my mama and them believed this way, and you saw this, you you entertained it back then, but now you gotten born again, glory be to God, how can you still tolerate it, or I accept it when you spoke to me, a new creation, a new creature in Christ, the old things have passed away. I don't care if it's mama, daddy, grandmama, granddaddy, whoever it is, husband or wife, if it's wrong, it's wrong. But I want to get into this because what God has given me, this word, it's not a sermon. It's a message that somebody needs to catch this. In Jesus' name, glory be to God. The Holy Spirit is the agent in the new birth. But we are the agent in the renewing of our minds. God does the, the the new birth in us, rebirth in us, and giving us the new nature through the, His Word, through the Holy Ghost. But it's our responsibility to renew our minds. See, we always want God. We saying God will do this. If God don't want me to think this way, He'll change. No, God ain't told you that you can't be that old person. In Jesus' name, He says in, in 1 Corinthians five and six, He said that we need to purge out the old lump that we may become a new lump in Jesus' name. We cannot stay the same and profess we headed to heaven when we still got hell in us in Jesus' name. It's impossible for a man or woman that claim to be born again can still have the same mindsets they did before they gotten born again. It's not just with prejudice and racism, it with drinking, drugs, alcohol, sex outside of marriage, Uh, Being a homosexual, lesbian, it goes with all of that. It ain't just in that. We just want to... Uh, put it in one little old thimble or bottle today, but no, in the name of Jesus, this can tell our whole spirit of our rebirth, our new life in Christ Jesus. Everything about us need to be changed. But if I can still hold on to the old philosophy, the old mindset and claim that I'm somebody in Christ, I'm telling myself a lie and then I'm lying to everybody else around me because it's impossible for me to meet Jesus and stay the same. It was the same way with Jacob on his way back to his homeland. It was impossible for Jacob to wrestle with an angel and stay the same tights that he was before he left home. Oh, glory be to God in Jesus' name. And that's the problem. Many of us had not met Jesus yet. We had not, it's impossible for you to be in a relationship with Jesus and still have the same mindset. I don't care who you are. And when you say, well, it takes longer for me. No, it ain't. it doesn't take God that long for it to do anything. It's just that you hadn't released or surrendered yourself to his Lordship that he can purge out the old lump, that he can purge you and put the new heart in you. Because in the name of Jesus, so many of us, Don't want the new heart. We want to profess that we are Christians in Jesus' name, but yet we still want to live out the way the world lives. We still want to have a mindset. It's impossible, brothers and sisters, for us to be born again believers in Christ, that we can still have bitterness, unforgiveness, hatred, animosity, and all of these wickedness, all this spirit of malice and wickedness in us, and think we are God's people. Glory be to God in Jesus' name. Go with me to the book of Romans, the 12th chapter. Oh, in Jesus' name. There's so much that need to be said, and so much need to be, but the problem is, and I still say it, as God showed me he fought the church because the church had not been who they supposed to be. Here we are professing to be Christians, but we're trying to uh, compromise so our family won't hate us, that our family Won't dislike us. How many of you are right now? Glory be to God. On both sides of the spectrum. On the dark side or the light side. I don't like to say black and white because I ain't never met a black man. In the sense, and I never met a white man. In the sense, if I look at the color hue on the color chart, I don't see that. I know what we say in society, and I know it's a mindset, but I look biblically, I never seen him say it, nobody black and white. Glory be to God. I'm just staying biblical. Just excuse me. I understand in society what we see, and I'm not ignorant to that, but I just like to stay biblical because that's the problem. We have went so far away from the Bible, we are just speaking what we see society and humanity say, the philosophy of men. We need to get back to what God says in Jesus' name. want to say we're serving God but saying everything a man says in Jesus' name. Let me go here. In Jesus' name. Glory be to God. In Jesus' name. Glory be to God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I will. You said what you mean. I'm glad you asked that. Because even like the word spouse. In original uh, Greek and Hebrew, you never seen the word spouse. Spouse can be anything, but just to fit in with society, we we'll have used the word spouse instead of using a husband or wife. Because the Bible said, "For this cause a man will leave his father and mother and take unto himself a wife." It never said he'll take unto himself a spouse, but we and even many mainstream. Uh, preachers have received at that because they don't want to offend nobody by speaking what God said, but it, it feels good to a man. So let me stay so won't nobody stop coming to my church or putting anything in the collection plate. The devil is a liar. We need to speak forth what does say the Lord and stop trying to add to and take away just to suffice me and to please them, to make them feel good about us. Watch this. Let us go here. The Bible says in the book of Romans 12 and 1, Paul said, I urge you, beseech you, beg you, therefore, brothers or sisters, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And then he said, Do no longer, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. By the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. It's our responsibility in Jesus' name to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Paul told the church at Ephesus in Ephesians 4 and 23, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. You say you're born again. God gave you a new nature, but you got to get a new mind. God ain't going to give you the new mind. You have to renew your mind. You have to spend time with God in a relationship, hearing this word, hearing this voice, and then articulating what God says instead of just saying what you hear everybody else saying. Doing what everybody else doing. The Bible said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, they become a new creation. So why are you still harboring on the old star if you're supposed to be this new creation in Christ? If you got a new nature, a new mindset, a newer way of thinking, why are you still think the way you used to, the way you were raised? Yeah, we all were raised in a certain mindset. That's before we got born again. The Bible says in the book of Acts 17 chapter, at one time God wicked, winked at man ignorance, but God is calling every man everywhere to repent. In other words, in Jesus' name, yeah, we might have been raised dumbfounded. We might have been raised in stupidity and bigotry and hatred, racism and prejudice, all of that ungodliness and wickedness, but now I'm born again. I'm of age. Why do I still have the same mind? Something ain't right with the picture. I don't care how much church you go to. I don't care how many, uh, uh, whatever your title is, you still would not be a candidate for heaven with all that hell still in you. Somebody mind need to be changed. It's impossible. I thank God for the way I was raised in Jesus' name. Glory be to God. I thank God that if we weren't raised to have bigotry and hell in our heart, I thank God that I was being being born again I've been raised even better now than I ever have because I look at uh Jesus name, listening to the Word of God. Sitting at his feet every day, listening to what the Lord say, how we need to live, how we need to treat one another in Jesus' name. You think about this. If we actually would have been, been taught years ago how we ought to behave, I don't believe we would be dealing with the atrocities in the earth that we are now. But because of the wickedness and the ignorance in man, we still have the same problem. I don't believe in reformation. I believe in tying down and building anew in Jesus' name because you can reform some but yet still leave some living in it. You can still leave some malice in it in Jesus' name just to give me a banana and to give me a a peanut and peanut butter sandwich in Jesus' name. Glory be to God. That doesn't mean that I'm being reformed. It's the same way in the penitentiary. You can put a man in the penitentiary, but the penitentiary cannot rehabilitate a man. It takes the word of God. It takes the spirit of God to change the concept in a man's heart. Oh, glory be to God. Reformation, amen. People say that's a good thing, but what God has shown me, he, he, don't, he don't go and renovate a man's spirit. He, he give him a new spirit. The Bible say, create in me a clean heart, David said, and renew within me a steadfast spirit. David didn't ask God to renovate his spirit. He said, create in me a clean heart, a new heart. Make me different. I don't want this mindset. Somebody need to be crying out to God, Say, God, take this hell out of me. Take this mess out of me. In Jesus' name, but God can't take it out unless you recognize you've got some residue of your past in you that you need to be delivered from. How many of you all right now, Hold on to old stuff that ain't of God, but you professing to be a Christian, but because you know you're going over grandmama house, granddaddy house, you'll sit around and listen to the rhetoric that they's talking when you know it ain't from God, but yet you claim you born again, but yet you can sit in the midst of it without rebuking it and getting up and leaving. You say, with well, that my mom and daddy. Yeah, send them a postcard if that's what they want to be. But if you, as a born-again child of God, can sit in the midst of that and don't say now, then i question your salvation i question whether jesus truly your savior because if he ain't your lord he definitely is not your savior and my lord told me glory be to god if i forgive not men they trespass and neither can he forgive me or mine so in jesus name we need to get this thing real brothers and sisters because we had not in jesus name been operating as truly born again citizens of the kingdom of god we're still trying to be in the Babylonian system and be in the kingdom system. You can't be in both places at the same time. Somebody needs to understand that there should be a change in you by now. The Bible said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. If you're the new creature, why still see the hell, the old stuff coming up out of you? See, sometimes people don't understand. You ever seen somebody curse somebody out and they say, well, if you hadn't made me mad... I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have did you like that. It was already in you. You just looked for an excuse for it to come out of you. Because the Bible says in the book of Matthew, the 12th chapter, out of the abundance of a man's heart that with his mouth will speak. What's in you don't come out. It ain't something that just happened just to happen. No, it was already in you. There was a residue of your past that you had not been delivered from. You still have a root of bitterness in you that had not been cursed and dried up. Oh, glory be to God. We need to get real with ourselves if we don't be able to bring forth change in, the, in this land in Jesus' name. How can a pot call a kettle black when they're on the same stove getting burnt by the same fire? The devil is alive. I first need to get the speck out of my eye to be able to tell you how to get the board out of your way. In Jesus' name, glory be to God. The Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he becomes a new creation. New creation means I'm talking different, I'm walking different, I'm living different, I'm speaking different, I'm behaving different, I'm loving different, I'm forgiving differently. All of these things change when you got that new nature. It's impossible for you to be new and still live old. Oh, glory be to God, in Jesus' name. Glory be to God, in the name of Jesus. That's like here you got a 2020 uh, 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 BMW, Mercedes or something, and you walking around here got something from 1960 or 1955 only. Doesn't look good, does it? Oh, glory be to God, in Jesus' name. But it's impossible for you to claim heaven when you still got hell in you. How many of us this morning claiming we saved, but a lot of this stuff that have come up, it's okay for us to cry after, uh uh equality and, and for justice. It, it, we need to be treated right. Every man needs to be treated right. I Thank you, Holy Ghost, I go here. I, I know what happened with George Floyd. That was wrong, and God don't deal with those officers. And anybody that sit back talking about he got a right, yeah, he ain't do nothing wrong. God don't deal with you because that means there's some hell in you as well. But also on the other side of the spectrum too, if you can't see past that and see forgiveness, then God don't deal with you as well. I looked at something I saw on the thing the other day where the peoples in New York, the policemen, they pushed down the 75 year old man. I he 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 his life matters it too. I know he bumped his head, an old 75-year-old man. He did because he was light skinned. We're supposed to look past that. The devil is a lie. If life matter, then they all matter. Black life, white life, uh, Hispanic life, and whatever, Italian life, Chinese life, every life matter because the Bible says that we was all created in God's image and after his likeness. So everybody's life should matter. In Jesus' name, we need to protest for that old white man as well, if you want to call him. But I call him a light-skinned man. Every life matters in Jesus' name. If we want God to be just with us, we got to be just with him and with other people in Jesus' name. God would never show up to fight your battle when you got some indifferences in you in the wrong way. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we shouldn't speak out. We supposed to have been spoke out. But I don't fault the people. I fault the church because the church was supposed to been telling people, you can't sit up in these seats and have all that bitterness and hell and and racism and think you can sit up in here with your rings. On and sit up in here, bringing all your paraphernalia from your masonry, your strainers from your Ku Klux Klan, from your Black Panthers, and everything there. And sit up here like we and cross our legs like we all good. We are not good. It ain't but one good, and that's God. We become good when we let Him begin to live in us and through us. Let me help somebody in the name of Jesus, because in Jesus' name, mm. It's our responsibility to renew our minds, to line up with the new nature that God had put in us when we claimed we got born again. I don't care who you are in Jesus' name. God is asking, is there any residue left in you? You need to go before God and say, God, is there something down in me that I miss? I love with the word God. David cried after God and said, search me, O Lord, and know my heart. Test me and know my thought. See if there's some mess in me and then leave me in the way of everlasting. Help me get rid of this mess out of me. Oh, glory be to God. Jesus' name. The wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. We want to be able to say we right, but we can be right and be wrong at the same time. Oh, glory be to God. We can be right for the cause, but handling it in the wrong way. For God to come and be our battle, for God to come and deal with the circumstances in our life, we have to give God something to work with. God ain't going to come into my situation just because I holler out at God and say, God, you see what they've done to me. You see what they've done to my forefathers. God said, yeah, I saw that. I saw it before the foundation of the world. That's the reason I came. In Jesus' name, glory be to God. Didn't nobody send me. He said, I came because I so love the world that I came. Oh, glory be to God. But God is saying something to us in Jesus' name. In order for me to come into your situation, you got to handle it the way I say handle it, not the way you think. Jesus' name. Because he's truly saying the of man does not work the righteousness of God. Brothers and sisters, we need to ask ourselves, is there some residue still left in us? Oh, glory be to God. We're claiming that we've been born again and that we are saved, but yet we still have old living of malice and wickedness in our hearts. Sitting up in the people going into church this morning, time we going to a prayer meeting how can i pray with you when you got hell and unforgiveness bitterness in you god told me in matthew the 5th chapter when i come to present my gift before the altar remember that i got a hell in my heart against my brother or my brother got it in me go get my business straight then come all of this going on time we had a good worship service. how you had a good worship service? cuz you weren't worshiping him not with the bitterness and hell in you In John, the fourth chapter, when Jesus met the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman, the woman, the first thing she started talking about, you know, the Samaritan have no dealing with the Jews. Jesus said, okay, I still see some prejudice here. I see some racism here. I, I see some stuff. We finna deal with this in Jesus' name. And the reason Jesus sent his disciples away because he know they would have been there looking under their breath, looking at her cock it, and everything, that he couldn't have never got her delivered in order to go tell uh, the people back in Samaria, come here. Oh, I wish I could tell a story about in Jesus' name about why Jesus, it was necessary. The Bible said it was necessary for Jesus to go to Samaria. See, God always raising up somebody that he can send that is necessary because the people won't get saved unless somebody go in the love of God, in the love of Christ, to tell them, hey, it's a new day. It's a new way. His name is Jesus Christ. But you can't keep the old living, the malice of wickedness and evil in you and thank glory be to God, that God can come into a circumstance and fix it. We just want to put a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound. Oh, glory be to God. But God wants to do deliverance. That's the reason God want to do a whole listed thing. God want to change the mindset of man so we won't have to visit this again. How many long have we been asking for reformation and being asking for justice and equality in the days of Dr. Martin Luther King all the way back, in the days of Abraham Lincoln, that would uh, spirit out some of the Civil War because of the fact that when he wanted to do the uh, abolishment of slavery and things, all of this, the north against the south, all of this it ain't something that just they've been putting band-aids on gunshot wounds for years. But God said, I want to do something different. I want to change the whole heart of a man. I want to take all of the bitterness and the hell that I, all men are created equals. Four scores and seven years ago, our father brought forth on this continent a new nation. With the preparation, the preposition, and all of this in liberty, Conceived in liberty, and with the preposition that all men will be created equal. In the commandment, in a, a, the United States Constitution, that we have a right to pursue a liberty, life, and happiness. In Jesus' name, but in the name of Jesus, glory be to God. If we born again, our mindset should be different. We need to be, but if we still letting the residue of our past. Dictate to us how we talk now, how we behave right now. In Jesus' name, how can we bring God into a chaotic mess when God said it? If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. Mm. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith. Seek how I want to handle this. Seek the way I do. But when we're still dealing with the old hell and the old malice in our heart, God said, I can't come in because, hey, you trying to bring me in. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I remember when Judas Iscariot tried to trip Jesus up and make him fight against the Romans. And Jesus said, if my kingdom was of this world, then I could have summoned heaven, and I would have fought according to the flesh. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. Jesus said, when John and James said should we call down fire from heaven and consume them. And Jesus said, boy, you don't know what spirit you're from. The Son of Man didn't come to destroy. I came to save. God, if we've been born again, then our mindset ought to be in alignment with our new nature and with our Lord and our Savior. We ought to be thinking like him speaking like him, believing like him, and then we can see the manifestation of God's power in earth. Because with God, all things of power are possible. And without him, nothing is possible. How long have we been putting band on the gunshot wound? Jesus name. It's when we let God be the Lord in our life and we do it accordingly. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In Jesus name. Then and only then would God change. I thought about what God was showing me. For 400 and something years, the Hebrews were down in Egypt. But God had told his servant Moses to tell them, for 400 years you'll be there and then i come bring you out. But even in bringing them out, they didn't come out. Jesus' name. Oh, glory be to God. In Jesus' name. I want somebody to catch this. Go with me to the book of Matthew, the ninth chapter. In Jesus' name. God is saying something to us. And the problem is we're missing it because everybody want to still hold on. Yeah, injustice has been done, and God is the one that brings justice because he's a just God. But the moment we get unjust, we can't expect God to come in and play along with us because that ain't who he is. We want to do something and then ask God to come and join in with a That ain't how we need to get in with God working and do it how God said, and we could see something. Could have been done a long time ago. The church is in fault because why? Preachers standing there letting the mess stay in the heart of people. We're teaching them, giving them faith about believing for a new house, a new car, a new suit of clothes, new job, more education and all, but had not led them in having a new heart, a new mindset glory be to god want to be a bastard child and expect for god to come in and legitimize you of jesus name mm. god said if any child be without chastisement wherefore we are all partakers according to hebrews the 12th chapter then he's not a child but he's a bastard he a illegitimate we can't profess to be children of god and still act the way we do. We need to act in a line. And I guarantee my father will show up and show out. In Jesus name. When we do it the way God said do it. But I can't get caught up in the rhetoric. That a man trying to propagate me. That make me become something. That my new nature does not dictate to me. I can't claim I'm saved. And then mistreat you. I can't claim I've been born again. And then and steal from you. Oh glory be to God. How can we sit in the midst of the churches and claim that we saved, but yet we can see injustice, inequality, and still sit there like it ain't nothing? It's supposed to be the devil is a liar. Not only is he a liar, he the father of lies. Our minds need to be renewed. We need to go back and ask God, God, to forgive me of letting myself be moved away with all the rhetoric and what the crowd is doing, but let me be moved with you, God. In what you doing? Let me behave the way you would raise me. See, when you've been born again, you come on another tutorage. You come into a new family in Jesus' name. You can't be holding on to where you came from and be the same. That's the way God told Abram. Say, Abram, get out of your father' house. Get way around your kin folks. Matter of fact, Abraham, get out the country because I know you will let some of your folk corrupt your mind to where you would never become. The father of faith, because he'll be telling you about where you used to come from. Oh, glory be to God. This thing is real. Matthew, the ninth chapter, verse 17. ain't going to be long here. Let's do this. Let's start at verse 16. No one put a piece of unstruck cloth on an old garment, for the patch pulls away from the garment and tears it, and the tear is made worse. Nor do they put new wine into old skin, or else the skin breaks. The wine is spilled, and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into new skin, and both are preserved. Many of us are being damned it because we're trying to live on two sides of the spectrum trying to live in the church and claim we saved, but then whatever the world is doing, we want to fit into just to say, oh, I, I'm showed up, I'm showing up. If we ain't showing up with Christ and doing it the way Christ is doing, we are hypocritical. That's the problem. The church has not been where it's supposed to be. In. We've been propagating ourselves injustice, yet unrighteousness, living, treating one another one way when we're in the present, but when we leave with somebody else. Jesus' name. Glory be to God. God is tired of the hypocrisy within his people. We're supposed to be the light of the world if Jesus said it. You are the light to the world. You are the salt in the earth. Salt brings flavor. But if salt don't get out the salt shaker, it profits the community, the church, or the city, or the state, or the nation. You It profits you nothing if you still sitting there in the shaker Mm, glory be to God in Jesus' name. No man lighted a light and then put a a, a, a basket over it, but the light is sit on the table so everybody can see. So let your light shine before men that they may see your good work and give glory to your Father which are in heaven. His time out in Jesus' name. We all need to go sit down before God. If David said, "Search me, O Lord, and know my heart; test me and know my thought." See, do you see in a hell or some residue of my prejudice and racism still in me? And if you do, Father, through your wisdom, grace, and your strength, help me get that mess out of me, that I may become a new lump and not the old lump. Because you said no man can pour new wine in the old wineskin. Because, see, when you, that old skin and been already stretched out, and if you put new wine, new wine ferments, and it expands into the wine skin. And because if you put that new wine in that old, it'll stretch and it causes cause it to bust. That's what's happening with many of us. Professing to be Christians. If Paul told the church in Corinthians, we have this anointing in the earth and vessels. We busting. We ain't worth nothing. The Bible says if salt loses saltiness, how can it be resalted? it? But it's good for nothing but to be cast out and thrown on the man's feet. That's what, in the church, many of us ain't fit for nothing because why? Our saltiness is gone. Like you put that new wine in the old wineskin, when it started expanding, that new wine, it'll bust it. Because it can't take no more stretching. It had already been stretched out. We're trying to take in this new wine of the word of God and the holy Ghost, But we got this still, this old mindset. We can't handle it. We ain't right. Ask yourself, is there some real, some of that residue of your past still up in you? Is there still any residue left in you? Ask God to show you. Because you're a to yourself. You'll tell self what self want to hear, cause self don't like to be corrected. Self don't like to be rebuked. You'll go call somebody that just like you to ask them, "Do you think I'm? I, uh, do you think I got some prejudice, racism still in me or something?" No, ask God. God'll tell you the truth, cause He ain't scared of you. He ain't just trying to get along just to get on with you. He ain't that desperate for companionship or a friend or nothing. Ask God, is it anything in you? Ask him, is there still any resident in you? And when he tell you the truth about you, stop trying to justify talking about how you were raised. Yeah, we know we all were raised in a way. But now we're born again, got a new nature. we supposed to be living different. It's time for the body of Christ to grow up and be the body. Just like Jesus was expressed the express image of his father in the earth, we as Christians are supposed to be the express image of Jesus in the earth glory be to god it's time for us to mature and to grow up ask yourself is there still in a residue of your past in you you can see it this morning where are you going to say you're going to worship at it's amazing everybody claim we say but on sunday morning it's the most segregated time in the united states of america This group go in their building, they go, and we come out and we shake hands like we all that together, but we not.